Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Slacker News Podcast. It's the 19th of January 2018 and uh, today we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some stuff. What's coming up Shane? Uh, we got the, what Ars Technica described as the cryptocurrency bloodbath, which I think is beautifully descriptive and accurate. Okay. Uh, YouTube raises their subscriber and view, the view watch time threshold to monetize your videos so you can't uh, monetize your acts that I can't mention because we won't get monetized then and uh, Nintendo Switch is close to being publicly cracked exciting what else do you have I have the Hawaii nuclear scare thing that happened fun for us yeah not fun for people who were there <laughs> yeah I mean at least you're in Hawaii you get to kind of like relax and chill no see they, they live in Hawaii though so they're used to it oh yeah I guess yeah, it's not like they don't they don't think of like a beautiful Hawaiian vacation. Yeah. They think of I live in Hawaii and I'm about to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's everything. I don't know. We'll probably talk about more shit because that's how this works. But yeah. let's uh let's get into it. Let's go straight into bloodbath. Okay. So, who ba- who who banned cryptocurrency? Are they trying to do a total crackdown on it? I think it was like South Korea. Yeah. It was mentioned. I don't know. Like it wasn't confirmed. And they like they talked about it a bit, and there's a lot of kind of what what the people in the cryptocurrency business call fud, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So you're spreading fud if you're if you're making up shit or sounds like a farming thing. Spreading fud. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty much the same. Like it's pretty much you're just slurring up the cryptocurrency fields and hoping that you get some gains out of it. That was the least relatable thing you've ever said. So there's this thing where you put shite no, on fields. No, doesn't matter. <laughs> so basically, um, much like a bloodbath, it was red all over, and everything's down. And Literally everyone everything. was sad. Everything went down. My kin, my kin went down. So naturally, I bought more. Yeah. Um, it's, two, it's two types of people. It's the the bloodbath half empty and the bloodbath half full. The people who live at home with mammy, so they have money to spend on cryptocurrency. <laughs> oh, it's sale time! And then the people who had like, who bought Bitcoin at seventeen thousand because they're afraid of missing out when it hits a hundred k. Yeah. Uh, so those people didn't have a good a good time. No, but oh, well, it's fine. Yeah, I don't really care. And as with most things, cryptocurrency. It's definitely related to the Chinese. It's a fucking scam. <laughs> the whole thing's a scam. So the Lunar New Year is a thing. And it's celebrated in many Asian countries. And apparently at this time of year... Is that what Chinese New Year is? I think so. Okay. I don't know if there's a difference though because I thought that was in February. Yeah, it's February 16th this year, I think, is the Chinese New Year. So Lunar New Year is something different. We're just culturally uneducated but that's fine after your trip to china yeah okay um i know nothing about anything but uh yeah so a lot of people are saying that they probably cashed out their crypto gains and used it to go partying celebrate the moon you know typical typical lunar new year stuff (laughs) (laughs) so that's a theory what do you think well what's is, is everything going to recover? Is it going to be okay? Or is this... What about BitConnect? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not a financial advisor. 
I am a pleb, though, so I will talk on the top. <laughs> um, I am a man. <laughs> bit... <laughs> Not that. Don't don't start that. <laughs> um, BitConnect. BitConnect is an interesting topic. Uh, cryptocurrency as a whole. Um, no, see, everyone panicked because the people in this industry don't know what they're doing. Because people like you and me, who are like, let's invest in crypto. And we haven't gone to 19 years of business school and stock market trading, mm. knowing that you shouldn't have a fire sale every time something happens. Mm. Why not, though? Because um, it's not a real market. It doesn't act like a real market. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it, anything could happen. Yeah. Like it, it's it, exciting. It could go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's thrill. The great Bitcoin cash crash of, oh, I don't know, oh, oh, 018 we're in now. <laughs> So yeah, BitConnect was... BitConnect uh, was an exchange and a lending platform and a load of other stuff. And they started receiving cease and desists from various states, various state bodies in America because they have a lending platform where you can gain profits if you buy their currency. And that literally is the description of a security. And they're not licensed to sell securities at all. Yeah. So, so so what happened was everyone started, they closed their exchange. Everyone started dumping their coin. They had their own cryptocurrency, which they used for uh, their Ponzi scheme slash uh, pyramid scheme. More on that in a second. <laughs> so that went from $320 down to like, it was $20 when I last checked. Hmm. Um, Apparently it's gone up a bit. That's dumb. It went down 95% yeah. when the kind of crash happened. Uh, so it was the biggest loser as far as coin market cap, uh, you know, changes in price. Now it's one of the biggest gainers. Yeah. Uh, Do you think it was them dumping their own one and then buying it back? Could be. I don't know. So the whole thing was you you essentially traded your Bitcoin for BitConnect tokens. BCC. BCC. Not which, Bitcoin Cash. Yeah. I, I read, <laughs> I was like, BCC's gone down 95%. Bitcoin Cash? What? No. B, that's BCH. Yep. It used to be BCC, but then... BitConnect. BitConnect came in. Uh, they were promising 40% returns per month. Month? Yeah. Uh, no. That's what I'm reading, but feel free to correct me. I'm reading this from No, no, no I'm not saying no. I'm saying like that's... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the that's, promise that's, above average returns. That's the kind of shit you get if you get really lucky gambling. Yeah. Or, or you kill people. <laughs> I can't see any other way to make that kind of money. So essentially, people traded their Bitcoin for BitConnect things. And then eventually, they were just like, well, we're nothing anymore. So our thing's useless and we have loads of Bitcoin now. Um, I, when I, I, I'd never heard of them before. I, I knew the name BitConnect. See, I heard of them but didn't know what they did. And then I went on their website. I'm talking quickly. And I saw this lovely graph of... Um, they're how the referral system works. If I if I refer you if I refer you, I, I get either ten or eight percent of all your profits or what you deposit. I don't quite remember. And then for everyone you refer, I get five percent. And then for everyone they refer, I get three percent. Hmm. So that's eight five three, sixteen percent, already gone. But you also have to include in the fact that everyone that I get the three percent off, you get five percent off. And you get three percent off. <laughs> so um, 
that's what we call a, uh, a multi-level marketing uh, scheme or a total fucking scam. Yeah. Or they're printing money out of nowhere. How much do you think they made? I'm sure it was stupid amounts of money. Um, a beautiful amount. But like, also their token, they were openly a, a Ponzi scheme. Like, like our lovely friend James, he explained to me what they did and I went, is, that's a Ponzi scheme. He went, yep. I'm like, how do people not know this? So BitConnect is, at the time of recording, $31. It was 20 It's down 24% in the last 24 hours. 16 seconds. The, uh, the chart is pretty nice in the last seven days. It just, it dropped so rapidly. It, it literally looks like a straight line. It looks like a sick ski ramp. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good stuff. Obviously not if you're invested in BitConnect, but you know. But it's good stuff for us because it's funny and I got a little giggle out of it and I like having a little giggle. Speaking of stuff that was unfortunate for other people, but kind of funny for the rest of the world, Hawaii. So there was a alert, a nuclear missile alert. Ballistic missile. Ballistic missile. Is that not just an intercontinental ballistic missile? ICBM? Yeah. Okay. Residents of Hawaii received an alert on their phones saying you're about to get missiled and it also didn't it say something like this is actually happening <laughs> it, it, like the message very much stressed that this wasn't a drill yeah well like the message being sent as far as the system was concerned was not a drill it was like no, but the contents of the message specified yeah. this is actually happening well it's like when uh whenever you hear a fire alarm do you think fire or do you think oh fuck someone's off a fire alarm? <laughs> like how many times do you actually think there might be a fire somewhere I, I'm I'm like just, what's the term? I'm conditioned from school to mm. know that someone's burning toast in the, in the the teachers' lounge, uh, and then from college it's just the fucking chemistry students making a mess. Uh, see, anytime I hear, I'm like, there could be a fire, but I would know if there was a fire, you know. <laughs> see, we, our buildings are made out of like stone. Yeah, we're we're lucky with there. with stone hallways. Yeah. And uh, candy, candy fluff in the walls, you know. Yeah. So, people were uh, were challenging each other to say, "What's the worst interface you could make for a for a test or real bomb or missile scare alert system thing?" I got one. Yeah. Right. So, it's a handgun. It's like a revolver. <laughs> yeah. And then you spin the chamber, the chamber. Yeah. And then whichever one you land on. That, that's like connected to a little, little raspberry pi and then it picks that one <laughs> might have been more accurate <laughs> like they were saying that the options were you know close together they're right on top of each other whatever so people thought it was like a drop down menu maybe some different colors nope it was just a fucking page it was it was five links five little blue links yeah and the screenshot they sent the links were blue yeah they had been clicked they would have gone purple <laughs> They they use someone else's computer, um, yeah. It was it was a mess. So uh, people were saying obviously this happened, uh, and why was this the case, and who thought this was a good idea? It was just Joe. 
Like, it was just a guy. A you guy know, you know how to computer, me. don't you? <laughs> Can you make a page that, like, sends a signal? Oh, yeah, sure, probably could. I don't think we should be handling our important shit with um, just HTML and JavaScript. I don't even think there was JavaScript. There's just a link. There's just, just a, a link. So I could, I could technically send you that link in Messenger. <laughs> hmm. And you could click that. Unless it was, like, a like local server thing i'll put it behind a short link (laughs) totally not a nuclear (laughs) alert by the way so yeah so people got legit warnings but there aren't many or any shelters in so many like stories about people just just chilling so far away from their families at work and they're just there crying and breaking (laughs) down and oh i heard ones where it's just people going and chilling because, like, there was no shelter near them. So oh. they were just like, may as well just chill on the beach or hang out with my granny or something. Just rob a few places. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that's that was interesting. That was kind of tacky. Um, there was... UX, user experience. Yeah. They, they need better designers over in the, the Hawaii Center for something. scaring the fucking shit out of everyone. <laughs> oh, and then they sent a photo of, like, their systems... Mm-hmm. And I think the photo was older. It was from, like, July. But there was a post-it note stuck to one of the monitors with a password on it. So it's just like, you know, you're using petrol to put out a fire. If you use enough petrol, (laughs) it'll ignite it so much, all the oxygen Oxygen. in the area will get burned up. Yeah. that's. So you just have to make people not believe the messages. Yeah. You gotta put Referring to the, the, the literal fucking fire alarm thing earlier. Yeah. And eventually they sent out one, like 38 minutes later, that was like, got him. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was all, it was all a drill. You Sorry. That guy didn't get fired either. He got, um, he got relocated. Like, is he a priest? I, I was about to say like many of our, <laughs> our fallen comrades in the priesthood. <laughs> so YouTube has increased the threshold for monetizing your videos it used to be 10,000 views ever i think or in a year probably ever because they want your fucking money and by your money i mean the advertisers who are listening to this so they changed that up to um thousand subscribers and four thousand hours watch time within a year that's like that's a pretty significant amount but then again if you're you won't miss the money too much if you're only on that because 4,000 hours and an ad impression is 30 seconds and then you get paid like a dollar per thousand, thousand. Yeah. so f- 500 uh, it's like $8 did I just fuck that up completely yeah yeah I did okay. wait an, it's 4,000 a year though 60 60 minutes an hour two hours later 480,000 impressions, and that's a CPM of 1,000. That would be $408. Over 12 months. Yeah. Which is... It's like $50 no, that one, that's, 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 that's $40. That's, that one's easy. That's 48 divided by 4 is 12. The other way around, but divided by 12 is 4. So that's $48 a month. So that's a, that's a like, fuck all money in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But it can pay for your hobby. Yeah. So, like, I initially used mine to just pay for Netflix and Spotify. Hmm. But, like, that's not, that's money. It doesn't matter. 
but people are not happy about this. Yeah. So like, so back in the day, if you wanted to be a partner, you had to apply and you had to be accepted by YouTube. And it would take months. It would take the longest time. But that meant that the people who started it then, they were just doing it for the crack. Yeah. Um, and now, with the way things are, teachers have to tell kids not to come to school dressed as YouTubers for their, like, dream job work day. You know, like, you might dress up as a fireman and go into school because you want to be a fireman. Teachers have to be like, nope, no dressing up as a YouTuber. <laughs> That's the thing that happened. So it's like, it's like a career path to aspire to rather than a hobby that you can eventually start making money off. Yeah. So it means you do have to have that initial grind for a while longer. That's not why YouTube's doing it, of course. But that's just the effects that it has on the YouTube in the biggest brackets and inverted commas. And you thought... I can do... Well, you, we, we thought TV was ruining the youth. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, were we wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the internet's a thing. It's amazing. So what it means is... There's going to be less people doing YouTube in general because they won't be able to make money unless... Well, like, people will be sticking at it less because they won't see... Like, when I was younger, I made a video. Uh, it was a vlog where I was talking about a YouTuber. In your garage. In my garage, yeah, With your sick much. mohawk. Yeah, boy. This is the best video you've ever shared with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've made YouTube videos on and off since, like, 2009. I had, like, 15 different channels. But so. it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the money. Yeah. I just got bored of shit. Um, <laughs> that's why there are so many different channels. But uh, so for one of them, I got uh, it got shared on Twitter by the YouTuber I was talking about in the video. And it got like 3,000 views. So I got like $3 off it, even though this was like a six minute long video. I was like, oh, this is class. But I can never withdraw it because you have to get 70, 70 yeah. euros worth to withdraw. 70 things dollars. Okay. That's what it was at the time, but at the time, at the time I was 15 or 16, I didn't have a bank account. So my plan was to get a check sent out (laughs) written (laughs) to my name, which would take an extra two weeks. And then I could cash that in (laughs) when I finally did make a bank account or like in the post office or something. So that was my plan. So I got like a Google envelope sent to my house to like confirm my address back when they used to do that. I don't know if they do that anymore. I got one of those literally three days ago. There you go. They're really cool now. They have um, it's a piece of it's it's a piece of paper. It's not an actual envelope, and you tear the sides off. Ah, do they have stickers? No, but the problem is, I just received this letter, and it just it was just this Google AdSense logo on it and my name, and I'm like. I don't want everyone around me knowing about that. Yeah, I tied it from my parents because I was 15 or 16 or whatever it was. I don't think I was, I was supposed to self-account. <laughs> I saw a tweet that uh, someone twittered and it was uh, like my nine-year-old little sister um, made these videos for fun of her like unboxing Bratz dolls or something. It's not Bratz because I don't even think that's around anymore, but some kid's toy. Yeah. And accidentally enabled monetization and had $1,500 just chilling in an AdSense account. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's the thing. That's class. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's probably a good thing for YouTube overall. And the reason YouTube doing is doing it is because they don't want 
channels monet like essentially what they're doing monetizing inappropriate content yeah and when that happens the advertisers pull out yeah because pepsi doesn't want to see pepsi beside beheadings yeah beheading i was gonna go there as well (laughs) it's always fucking beheading so uh that's that's the actual motivation behind it but i think the knock-on effects are it's gonna be okay it's not gonna be a big deal if for smaller youtube channels i guess like that 20 30 dollars a month adds up after a year and then you can get a new camera and then yeah well i mean if you start off if you like when i was making youtube videos one of the things i did was stop motion animation yeah and there was this camera that i wanted because i was using a ps2 itoy yeah and before that i was using a handheld video camcorder to take still images it's beautiful it was it was awful and there was this logitech webcam i wanted to get and it was like 30 euro and i was like oh that's too much <laughs> but if i was getting my adsense i wouldn't have got it because i didn't get that many views but still it, did, it would make a big difference yeah. like you can get a pretty nice mic for 30 you can get a webcam you could buy like the games the blue the blue yeti snowball the snowball one yeah it's amazing yeah what's this one this yeti. is the yeti yeah this is the blue yeti and there's oh the company's called blue yeah, the company's called Blue. So I they get... have the Snowflake and the Snowball Ice as well. They have different ones. but My friend has the Snowball. It's really good. Yeah. So to sum it up, YouTube is a business. Mm-hmm. They want to make business. Do you like think about it from a technology perspective? Because this is a technology podcast, by the way. I'm not sure if you knew that. They have so many servers. Yeah. Storing... At least three. <laughs> storing so many petabytes of video yeah and serving it to so many millions of people in all different qualities and which they have to process on their side with their servers like how much does it cost on youtube i don't think youtube's ever been profitable uh, youtube has to be profitable no really i don't think it's ever been profitable it's owned by google so it's fine but YouTube. like when think about the costs How many hours are uploaded every day? Even storing that, but serving it up to that many people, processing it on their side. It depends how efficient it is. Even so, though, that's if shitheads like us can upload an hour's worth of video once a week, they process that into, I assume, 1080, 720, 4P, or 480, 240, 240, 360, 144. And they have to serve that up that often do they have proprietary things or is it mp4 flv at least it used to be yeah and they convert it yeah okay nintendo switch the chaos communication conference i think that's it i because there's the chaos computing club and hackers hackers have hacked the uh the nintendo switch I love saying it like that because it makes sense so fucking uninformed. <laughs> um, so at the KS Communication Conference in Germany, uh, I think it was last week, uh, some people revealed that they've gained kernel-level access to the Nintendo Switch, which, if you don't know, is uh, pretty important. So basically, we're getting really close to having a full-blown crack of the thing and being able to run your pirated games on it. But who would ever, who'd do that? It's about homebrew. I want homebrew software. I want to put my own facebook messaging client on the nintendo switch so you can put it on the tv yeah control it with the joy cons yeah you got a guess switch no why i i want to i want to move out yeah oh I, you want to just 
not use the money on yeah, the Switch. Yeah, it's okay. entirely money. Like, yeah, it's not like <laughs> I, if I if I get Switch, I can't move out. Fair enough. Get, you got these big boy problems. Not really. I mean, I wouldn't call it a problem. <laughs> we live in Ireland. You can live at home till you're thirty, and everyone's like, "Yeah, the economy's just fucked now, isn't it?" I think awful. a lot of countries are like that, though. Uh, some countries just have it culturally like that. I think uh, some of the Scandinavian countries, you'd live with your parents a lot longer. And then other com- countries have like a you know, move out at 18 kind of feel yeah. to them. But yeah, I don't know. It's People are weird. Yeah. Go yeah. do what you gotta do. Switch is cool. Um, no, I'm I'm not really... haven't played that many games. Mm. Kind of getting over it. Games or... Just games in general in general too busy yeah because like when i whenever i play them i just fall asleep now i'm an old man <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a good thing you got a really expensive pc with a really expensive graphics card and for rendering it our sick visualizer of our podcast on youtube go check it <laughs> <laughs> i accidentally rendered a 204 gigabyte file because i used the default codec and i read that those codecs are from 1996 mm Okay. Why would you need a new one? We haven't had new technological advances since 1996. Well, I mean, Such people... the graphics card. I mean, people, probably including us, still use MP3s. And they're so old that the software MP3s. has expired. Or they... What is it? The patent for MP3s just expired there, like, six months ago? It expired really dodgily. Yeah. It's been... Everyone's kind of like... They're, they're like, tiptoeing around, like, can we use this? And they... they people are like yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what were we talking about oh yeah the switch switch so essentially well i mean everything's gonna get you know hacked at some point the switch is a year old is it it's even a year old yet gotta be getting there yeah i I don't know i can't remember yeah i I don't know i think the switch no it couldn't be because did it come out during the summer? Yeah. Okay. okay I, yes, because I was I was outside then, walking about. Perfect. Yeah, going up to Smith's to try and buy the, what you call it, the SNES Classic. Oh, wait. SNES Classic? There you go. Completely for resale. <laughs> oh, you could flip that thing. You you walk from one shop to a secondhand shop in town, you could make like 80 quid. Yeah. Just for a little walk. It's nice. Um, so I think the switch is uniquely desirable to be, uh, cracked because it's got the whole portable thing and yeah. a big screen. So it'd be great for watching stuff on. It's like a better PS Vita. Yeah. With a kickstand. Yeah. <laughs> and not two pointless touch screens. How dare you? Did you ever use the touch pads? It's, it's too small for my hand to use the thing in general. It hurts. Oh. Do you have the first gen Vita or the second one? Oh. But then my hand falls asleep. And then you fall asleep because you're playing games because you're an old man. <laughs> you just got to move out and get a white picket fence and a dog to get you outside. And the electric can opener and the <laughs> other things that adults have. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't really played many games. Uh, college has been very busy. And work. And work and, and stuff. Pro- project after college. and. But I mean, I guess... It's not too big of a loss because, like, it, I would just be playing, like, CSGO for a while and getting showed at that in Russian and then just going offline. I played PUBG for a bit with James 
and I turned the chat on for a second and the guy was just screaming racial slurs and I turned it off and went, okay, that's enough for me. <laughs> it's enough internet for one day. It was awful. Bit of an aside, although this that's what this whole thing is, so I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> a bit more of an aside. <laughs> it's very much to the side. Um, I remember ages ago watching a video about uh, soft modding a Nintendo, either 64 or GameCube. And do you remember those Game Shark things? The little cartridge you put in, you can mod your and hack your Nintendo games. So I was watching a video about this guy, and he was saying, Daytel, a company Daytel, they make it. And he bought it because he was really interested. Like, oh, the, what, let's see what they're doing in the space. Because he was really active in the space as well. And he opened it up, and he would look through it, and he found all his code on it. His, pers- the, his personal code that he made, Daytel were selling in a little chip. And uh, he was fucking furious. He's like, now, if you want to do this easily, buy this Daytel chip. It works well. I know, because they use my code. <laughs> was they his code s- open source? Uh, yeah, I think so. Was it GPL licensed? I don't know. I think it was just they'd share it around on forums. Okay, yeah. And Because, um, like, at that point, like, <clears throat> so the GPL, or the GNU public license, has been around since the 80s, at least. Yeah. And essentially, what it is, it's, the unknown name for it is copyleft, instead of copyright. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can distribute it, modify it, and sell it, or do whatever. But, if someone else, like, say someone just goes, sees all my code, and they take it, the license comes with it, so they have to use that license as well. That's pretty much the only thing. So whatever they use my code for, well, n- not necessarily, but like if they take all of my code or whatever, they have to let it be distributed and modified and shared yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So it's still shitty what they're doing. Oh, no, he, he, he was just mad because they make such shite like hardware. It always breaks and the support is terrible. It. I used one, um, but then like it ruins the fun. Yeah. Maybe realize that like cheating just wrecks the game. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh well, no, I don't have to <laughs> put in any effort to play. I mean, once when you're an old man, you don't want to spend all the hours grinding. Yes, yeah, so you buy loot boxes. <laughs> you pay for a level eighty account in World of Warcraft. Eighty. I don't know what's what's the level cap now. Hundred and ten. Ten? Oh shit! I was calling you out, and then I'm like, I'm like, I don't even have the fucking info. <laughs> I think it's 110. Uh, it was 100 in Warlords of Draenor, and then it was Legion came out, and I assume went to 110. I don't know. I hit my is head. Is that is that after I just or hit before? My head, and it's really smart. <laughs> was that before or after Pandaria? It was Pandaria. Then Warlords of Draenor. I don't want to. Oh god! Missed <laughs> Pandaria, Warlords of Draenor, Legion. Yeah, Legion brought up to 110. Okay. Boom. But apparently, Kotaku says it's only the beginning. It was that mean. Who knows? The engine's finally complete. Um, I think they brought in the thing I'm talking about. Uh, pay for fully leveled account. I think that was when it was... No, it's not fully leveled. That What does it brings you right up to the threshold of the previous expansion so you can play the new expansion immediately. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I think it was, it was around it. And you get a free boost with your expansion. We've rambled. Most of it's going to get cut out. We're going to leave this bit in just for continuity. For context. Yeah. 
as as to why we're going to cut out all the pauses in between our our, our, we're going to cut out all the slightly too long pauses that previous sentence where I I muttered oh god I can't speak there's a train wreck thanks for listening to episode 9 of the Slacker News Podcast woo we're on Twitter at Slacker Newscast Instagram at Slacker News Podcast Facebook Slacker News Podcast and then as far as places to listen you can go on YouTube Slacker News Podcast I think as well yeah okay cool soundcloud.com <laughs> slash slacker news podcast stitcher itunes tune in uh, radio is that it yeah okay cool i always think there's something more something else go to those yeah. pages like them like the facebook page and twitter we're going to start posting more stuff as in articles um no one's listening to this <laughs> <laughs> if you feel like we keep getting a little of people listening from San Francisco, like a shitload. Oh. So theory, they're tech boys. Tech boys, yeah. Or there's about fifteen companies in San Francisco making really shitty SoundCloud web scrapers. Ah, oh, okay. I thought you meant on YouTube. No. Okay. Hmm. Both are very plausible. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, can we check how many people download from iTunes? Is that a thing we can do? I have never gone on there. Yeah. I got the podcast up and I was like, okay, well, now it's showing up on my podcast client, so. You put, you just plug in an RSS feed. Yeah. So it's request the SoundCloud, or, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Hopefully next week. Bye.